Does that mean a one-term president? What does that mean? No, it doesn't mean. So you're leaving open the possibility you'll serve eight years if you Absolutely. get elected. Absolutely. So uh, Joe Biden opening up the chance that he'll serve two terms. Nobody thinks he's going to. Till he's 86? What, 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 what is he going to say? No, of course I can't be in there for two terms. I'm old as hell. <laughs> I'm barely old. I am leaving open the possibility that dishes don't sit in my sink for 48 hours before I wash them and put them into the dishwasher. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> it's conceivable. So Joe Biden with a uh, kind of made-for-TV interview he did on ABC last night. You, I heard it. Uh, you said there were a lot of edits in it, Sean. It was it was pretty stitched yeah. together where it was an obvious, oh, they, they cut him off before he rambled for who knows how yeah. long on this thing or and whatever. And I don't blame ABC I don't, or Biden. I do blame ABC. I don't blame Biden at all for wanting to do this way. If I were ahead and my biggest liability is I've got a really old candidate that can have bad days, then I, you know, I limit this too. I don't go on ABC this week live with George Stephanopoulos or Chris Wallace and let them really grill me. I don't sit down with Jonathan Swan and let him ask follow-up question after follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Anytime Chris Wallace sends a text, you hit him with the new phone. Who's this? <laughs> exactly. Um, and it might be one of the reasons that they never debate. Now, apparently a vice presidential debate is on the books. Okay, Kamala Harris. Oh, and- yes. That'll be great. You watch it. <laughs> um, but as far as a debate between Trump and Biden, I don't know. We've gotten used to televised debates, but I learned a little something Shouldn't about... Shouldn't they be scheduled at this point? I don't know. I learned a little something about debates reading the book Reaganland, which just came out last week. This is by a guy named Perlman, I think is his last name. He's written... He, he wrote one about Barry Goldwater, then one about Nixon land and all this stuff. And uh, they're pretty well-respected books. He's a lefty, but there's a lot of really good history in there. And I started reading Reagan land and I got sucked into it. It was so entertaining. Um, and it's uh, it's really starting with Reagan um, running against Ford in 76, which probably crippled Ford enough that he couldn't win. Carter came out of the convention in 76. The Democrats had just had their convention with the record lead of, I think, 35 points. Ford closed it quite a bit by Election Day that it was it was actually a race. And, you know, it was up in the air on Election Day. But Carter came out of the convention with a 35-point lead. Wow. Wow. Um, How did that coincide with uh, Ford pardoning Nixon? Because that caused an enormous poo storm there for yeah, a little while. But uh, Reagan running against him really hurt. And a lot of yeah. people felt like Reagan then not getting out and campaigning for Ford yeah. after Ford won, you know, might have been the difference in the election. And some people never forgave him for that. But mm. um, as far as the debates thing, um, the first televised presidential debate, and if you're a fan of presidential history and all that sort of stuff you know it was nixon kennedy and that whole story and everything that goes on there but there wasn't another one until ford carter in 76 i had no idea of that i missed that too and why is that well first of all going backing up just a step how did we end up with a televised debate at all well adelaide stevenson who was running against eisenhower in 56 really wanted to get a debate going a televised debate he thought a debate between the two candidates which had never happened you know going back to lincoln douglas Mm -hmm. they they didn't have debates anymore and he and he said imagine discussion on the great issues of our time with the whole country watching it would transform our circus atmosphere presidential campaigning into a great debate conducted in full view of all the people well wow. it doesn't wow. quite work that way as so, we all know it's a beautiful dream adley <laughs> it is pundits hoped that the triviality would abate once and for all after the president's finally had a debate um 
and actually get down to serious issues. Well, as again, as we all know, that hasn't worked out that quite that way. Yeah, yeah. So there is something in the FCC, the Federal Communications uh, Act, going back to 1934, that you have to offer uh, equal time to everyone who, who's running for office. And that's what has held up debates all through that period. And so the idea was you can't have, you pick whoever you want, you can't have Nixon and McGovern debate because anybody else who says they're running for president, you have to allow on that stage. Ah. It's impossible, so you can't have debate. How did you end up with Nixon and Kennedy debating then? Congress passed like a two-day exemption of that law. Wow. And allowed the debate to happen. I'll be danged. I did not know this. I did not know this either. Mm. Why did it not happen again? You could never get... Uh, whoever didn't want to debate, their side of Congress held up in that ever happening again. Oh. So they wouldn't allow oh. avoiding of the of the Communications Act to... Because their guy was weak. Yeah. Like, Biden would do that now. The Democrats right. would say, no, I don't think that's fair. We, we believe in fairness. So, yes. Um... So how did we get around that in 76, and how have we gotten around it since then? You, you probably know, anytime you watch a debate, they say this, and you kind of roll your eyes. This debate being put on by the Women's League of Voters, and you think, I don't care. That's how they get around that. It's an event being put on by the Boy Scouts, the Women's League of Voters, whoever it is. Yeah. They can put on an event, and news organizations can cover it as a news event. Ah. They're, not held, they're not held to any particular standard. The Independent Commission on Debates. It's just a loophole. Yeah. And they finally, and they, it took them from 1960 to 1976 to figure that out. Hey, I got an idea. And ever since then, we've had debates and just gotten around that rule that way. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. That's, that's just another example of bureaucrats can design a rule to build a utopia, but give people, you know, 10 minutes or a couple of years, they'll figure out a way around it. But I do find it fairly hilarious that we all thought, and I probably would have thought the same thing, that if we could have debates, if we could just get them on the same stage answering the hard questions, this circus-like atmosphere would go away and we'd get down to the real issues. Well, at times it has been pretty good and pretty substantive in a way to, to really compare plans and views and that sort of thing. But... Part of the problem is, and, and I know how this sounds, I'm fully aware this sounds elitist and, and terrible according to the modern narrative, but the more humans you get involved, the lower the denominator gets, the common denominator gets. And if you have, if you're really truly rocking the vote and getting college kids to show up and, and people who know nothing about any of the issues, you got to dumb it, dumb it, dumb it down and, and make it more of a circus. So. You know, I actually enjoy the circus. It's often used as a, you know, as a uh, a negative descriptor. That debate was a circus. I enjoy the circus. I like. The circus. I've paid good money to go to many circuses. Oh heck yeah! Um, and I expect this one will be a circus if it ever happens. The fact that it is not yet scheduled is crazy to me. We know when the, we know when the election day is. We're all aware that people are going to be voting early. You give me five minutes, I'll come up with a date. All right, September ninth. Let's, let's do it the ninth. Just tell both the campaigns. They'll show up. Simple as that. One nugget from this book, Reaganland, that I'm really liking that's uh, that's uh, kind of silly. And, um, <clears throat> boy, the electorate in 1976 was is maybe even more checked out than now. Coming out of Watergate and the Vietnam War and all the just, you know, all the things that had happened in politics. Disco. 
most people said they weren't going to vote, and the, of the people that were going to vote, they 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 said they, they don't really care who wins. I mean, it just it was as yeah. cynical a time as you could possibly get. Yeah, and you know Reagan changed that a lot in 1980. But anyway, so there's a lot of uh, Jimmy Carter running and trying to be super homespun and everything, um, which he actually is. But uh, one of the things that he did was posing for candid in quotes photos washing his socks in the hotel sink <laughs> oh man come on as he traveled on the campaign trail man that's being earthy that's being uh <laughs> that's being regular guy isn't it <laughs> you can't send that out or anything no he's too down to earth <laughs> washing his socks in a hotel i've actually done that i have to yeah you realize oh my god I packed one pair, then I forgot to, or I, you know, I thought, oh, after I do the laundry, I'll, I'll grab those and get it. And you forget to pack them, so you got to wash the ones you're wearing. That's a bad thing. And feeling. it's not horrific. It takes a couple of minutes. It's no big deal. But yeah, they're not quite as fresh as when they're tumbled <laughs> dry. Absolutely not. They're very stiff. But the idea of the way I'm going to get elected president to show what a regular guy I am, I'm going to wash my socks in the hotel sink with the cameras here. That's hilarious. Yeah, I know. That's uh, who, who was it that was describing that to us? How candidates, uh, staff create moments. And it's not necessarily made up, but if oh, that the candidate... was, uh, Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, you say, man, I'm hungry, they say, all right, all right, let us get ahead. We're going to go to the burger joint. We're going to get ready. We'll get the camera set up and the rest of it. We want you to come in and say, what's good here? Or what's the specialty? And then, then we'll get that. And then, right. So Carter probably said, dang it, I forgot to pack any more socks. <laughs> This campaign guy said, oh, hang on, let me get the cameras. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so dumb. So delicious. Talked earlier about the protest in Portland and the insanity, the running street battle. Uh, Absurdistan. Uh, Andy No is calling it. Um, we have all sorts of interesting stuff linked at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links. But uh, got a great description of the running street battle and who was doing what to whom and with what weapons and. Uh, it's just craziness. So if you haven't really followed this, we think you'll enjoy that in kind of a weird, cringy way. I was also attacked by beasts last night in probably the third most painful thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Mm. Certainly ranks in the top five. I'd have to think it over. <laughs> beasts. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got kind of oh. a Tiger King operation next door. And, uh, well, they left the, uh, one of the, the tweakers left the cage yeah. open. You can't see my stump through the radio. I don't want to give it too much away, but. No. Look, you can do, you can have a happy life with one arm and one leg. Oh, jeez. Um. 11 tigers at once. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to steal your thunder. Exactly. All that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We got somebody in Hong Kong that uh, has gotten the COVID for the second time, they think. As doctors are still trying to figure out around around the world that if you get this once, are you never going to get it again? Like, you know, smallpox or something? Mm-hmm. Or can you get it multiple times? And this person has gotten it again after four months. So. Yeah. Coronavirus! I've heard this kind Coronavirus! of... Yeah, yeah, we know. Oh, that twice. I get it. Twice. 
Um, I've heard that sort of story before, then it turns out to be a false positive the first time or the second time, or they never actually got over it, and there are like ghosts of it that still will show you positive even though you're not. I'm not saying that story's not right, just I've heard that story before, and it's ended up getting debunked. There seem to be a lot of inconsistencies in testing, even at this several months into this stage that we're in. As as Cardi B just said, um, perhaps WAP protects you, so I don't know. (laughs) Her WAP protects her from... uh, Could be. Wear a mask, please. Wear? That's what WAP stands for. Oh, I see. (laughs) You know, I meant to... uh, to pay this off, and I apologize for not doing it. Uh, Jacksonville uh, gas station owner is asking people to stop warming their urine in his microwave. Is this a it happens every day? Is this a try to pass a drug test thing? Jack, the gas station is within walking distance of a Quest Diagnostics and Lab Corp lab. Nailed it. Both companies offer drug testing services and collect urine samples. Patel says, uh, that's his name, some people walk into the store so desperate to pass their test, they become violent when they're asked to leave. We try to stop these kind of people. They become so aggressive with us. Well, yes, somebody who's trying to get a job has to have a drug test and is still on drugs and is carrying around a jug of urine hoping to warm it in your microwave is not going to be terribly reasonable. Oh, humanity. Oh, speaking of which, did you uh, see any of the running streak battle in Portland? All practically all the weekend long, uh, especially Saturday, there were multiple rallies planned around the much targeted Justice Center there, the federal property. One was uh, simply a pro police rally planned for outside the Justice Center. Another large one was the No to Marxism in America rally planned for the plaza across the street. Of course, it was expected that it would be met with resistance from the likes of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Those militant groups did not disappoint. Now, this is, I don't know if you got the right story, because this is what it said in the Washington Post. No, yes. People in the far right crowd came armed with paintball guns, metal rods, aluminum bats, fireworks, pepper spray rifles, and handguns. Some people in the opposing left-leaning crowd brought rocks, fireworks, and bottles. I like the idea that there's a far right crowd and a left-leaning crowd. That's the WAPO? (laughs) Great, Scott. That's hilarious. The New York Times. That's hilarious. Uh, Getting back to this account from law enforcement today due to the violence escalating against the pro-police rally several groups converged on the justice center to support the pro-police group who were originally there to be part of the anti-marxism rally including the proud boys who described themselves as pro-western fraternity but so they capitalize black lives matter in this article uh the washington post where they're saying left-leaning groups mm-hmm. if you capitalize it then aren't i allowed to assume you mean the one on the website sure which says out loud on their website they're, they're Marxists. We now, are if, trained Marxists. Now, if Marxism isn't far left, I'm not exactly sure what is. <laughs> the left-leaning proud, Marxist group. The Proud Boys often show up at pro-Trump rallies and act as a sort of volunteer security force for supporters. The media has turned the Proud Boys into a group of white supremacists who are categorized as a general hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which... This is Joe talking now, not the article, is utterly morally and ethically bankrupt to the point where a former leader of the groups sued them for slander. It should be noted that several black and brown Proud Boy members arrived in Portland with the group. Oh, uh, Let's see. Chance of USA, Back to Blue, Blue Lives Matter, and All Cops Are Brave rang out from the pro-police side. On the militant side, Chance rang out with the traditional All Cops Are Bastards and a woman singing a song about how cops are murderers and their children's and wives hate them all. 
Black Lives Matter was also shattered repeatedly. After about two hours of the pro-police and anti-Marxism combined group at a standoff with the BLM Antifa crowd, oh, that's the left-leaning groups, uh, the violence started, and most of the pro-police group retreated, leaving the big boys of the anti-Marxism rally to hold the line. At Well, standing on the line directly behind a group of patriots, wielding shields to protect those behind the line, I saw smoke bombs, bottles full of liquid, gallons of juice, canisters spewing smoke, and God knows what else. Paint, motor oil, eggs, rocks, sticks, and more flying across the street into the group supporting the police and standing for America. That's funny, that list is slightly more extensive than the Washington Post admitted to. Chemical agents were sprayed from both sides, including pepper spray, CS gas, and bear spray. A black bishop from Milwaukee, Oregon, was caught in the face and took bear spray to the face when he was trying to counsel the groups and bring them together to discuss their differences. And a black speaker, a black woman who wanted to speak in uh, in favor of the police, was uh, splashed with a huge amount of human urine by a white man. Black woman drowned in urine by a white guy screaming, Black Lives Matter. There you have it. Wrap your head around that one. Andy No captioned uh, his videos Absurdistan, which I think is a pretty good caption. Great, Scott. What have we become? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So when you hear the president say, this guy's afraid to leave his basement. Guess what? <laughs> I have left my basement. and But here, in the meantime, 500 million people have watched what I've done out of my basement. And guess what? People are listening. People are listening. It's about being responsible. There. Um, Mr. President, watch me. You're ahead. Why would you go out? I don't blame you. I get it. Oh, by the way, breaking news. Donald Trump has been renominated. As the leader of the Republican Party. Oh. Bing, bing, bong, bong, it's over bing, for bing, Bill bing. Weld? And the, it's over for Bill Weld. Oh, dang it. Trump has been renominated and will be the standard bearer for the Republican Party going into the presidential election. Bill Weld? Wasn't he the guy who was going to primary him? Uh, one, of, one of a couple. Uh. <laughs> How about Joe Walsh? Oh, that's right. Rocky Mountain Way! So last <clears throat> week, Apple became the first company ever to have $2 trillion in market value. Weren't they famously $1 trillion like last year? Yeah, like a year ago. And now it's two. Why didn't I buy more Apple stock? I don't even want to think about that Back sort of thing. That's when I bought Apple stock. And, why and, and if I'd have bought more the last time I said this, mm-hmm. I'd be in so much better position. But anyway. Bye-bye! Um... One of the reasons this is kind of interesting from the Wall Street Journal is the market is very tech heavy. Mm-hmm. The five biggest companies today, Apple at $2 trillion, followed by Amazon, Microsoft, Alphabet, and Facebook, Alphabet is Google, make up a quarter of the market value of the S&P 500. Wow. Five companies. And the most amazing thing is, well, one, that hasn't happened since 1970. But back in 1970, they were five completely different companies with different, you know, different, uh, d- 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 what do you call it? Um, what's the word? Mm-hmm. Sectors. Right. Completely yeah. different sectors of the economy. Not all one kind of thing. Yeah, that's astounding. I mean, the S&P 500, the point of it is it's a much broader look at the economy 
than the Dow Industrial, so which you're is saying, just 20 big industrial stocks. So you're saying in the past there would be like a, well, a car company, a food company, there it would go. just be from exactly. various things. What were the five biggest companies in 1970? I think I would have guessed three of them. Mm. Uh, Ford and GM. GM is one of them. Uh, Standard Oil. Uh, AT and T. IBM. Ah. General Motors. Exxon. You forget about oil. Oil ah. used to be such. A I big didn't deal. forget about oil. I just got the wrong oil company. The one I Who wouldn't could forget about oil. The one I wouldn't have mentioned. Kodak. Oh, was the, one of the five biggest companies in the world oh, wow. back in 1970. Kodachrome. Give us those nice bright colors. Anyway, those are obviously completely different sectors, so they're not all going to go down, you know, tank at the same time, like sure. you could have with tech stocks. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of interesting. Tech stocks would never tank. <laughs> what kind of crap is that? What kind of a crap is that? Um, and then one more uh, uh, note on investing. Uh, what do you get when high unemployment rate has left millions of Americans with lots of free time? A spike in day trading, which has occurred mm. in recent months. The I rise, wish I had time. The rise of Robinhood. Is this the one that you use, Sean? Uh, no, but it hmm. is It is kind of shorthand for the modern I invest from my phone without commissions trader. An online brokerage firm that offers no free trades. But there's a bunch of them. But yeah, yeah. so just doing that in general. They, they were the one that pushed the industry towards commission-free trading, and they did so quite effectively in a short amount of time. And, there, and this article talks about the pitfalls of an uneducated investor class having undue influence on some companies. Nah. Which, go on. which could, to a certain extent, can account for the fact that Tesla is the most valuable car company in the world, not making even close to as many cars as the big companies. It's very promising, though. So you're saying a bunch of like paste eaters who don't know nothing about well, nothing are out there. Well, that's overstating. I mean, just, it's it. nose pickers, just mouth breathing, <laughs> window licking, <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of window lickers are out there saying, "I heard of Apple. They make them computers. Everybody got in their pocket." I'm buying their stock. Is that what you're trying to suggest? One of the more interesting things that I've enjoyed looking at uh, throughout investing is Robinhood will put out, usually about once a month, maybe a couple times, what, what the most popular held stocks are on their platform. And it's a pretty interesting look. So last night, by accident... Robinhood, of course, keep in mind, he stole from the government and gave to the people. Did he now? Not the rich and the poor. What would little John do? Very little. His cohort. His original name was Does Little John. He was normally the lookout and kind of the muscle when yeah, the archery was, wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you needed somebody bashed with a stick, see, he'd have been up there uh, in Portland with the Proud Boys, I think, whacking people with a stick. Friar Tuck was he was the he was the well-meaning face of the operation. He would they would send him out to do any sort of PR espionage uh, as well, as I recall. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, so last night, Maid Marion, hottie, that was her job. <laughs> Last night, shortly before sunset, I inadvertently stuck my hand in a wasp's nest. Oh, how'd that go? Very poorly. <laughs> as, I, as I rank it as the third worst pain of my life, I'm still thinking it over. I think it's in the top five. So it's definitely in the top five, but it might be third. Got to know what's a one and two. Or Are you willing to talk about I it? I think the most painful thing that ever happened to me, I broke my ankle uh, trying to jump my motorcycle. That oh, I wrecked. sounds painful. That really freaking hurt. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I'll bet that hurt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
And then one time I slid down a pole and there was a nail sticking out of it. Oh, and I didn't know geez, it. I should, why should, it's my fault, folks. I asked. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I think that's Completely number two. Completely my bad. You got to work at different gentlemen's clubs there, uh, there Jack. <laughs> <laughs> a little better safety standards. Yeah, no kidding. That is one shoddy operation. But this one ranks in the top three. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jumpin' Jack Flash! <laughs> Jumpin' Jack Flash! I assume that would be your stripper name. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> oh, boy. So there's a wasp nest on our basketball goal. I go to put the basketball away, and I stick my hand. It's, like, underneath, and I just I was, like, bracing myself, and I just stuck my hand right on a wasp nest. Oh, oh wasp. gee, many. The reason I oh, mentioned golly. it was about sunset, because, you know, if, you're into, if you know wasps, that's when you go out and spray them. It's about, you know, dusk. That's when they all just go right back to the hive, and you can get them all at once. It's oh. fantastic. But they were all there, and I stuck my hand on that, and I got stung on the hand first, and it was, like, it felt like something hot, like I touched something hot. And then all of a sudden, the side of my face just exploded in pain of all these wasps. Oh. On my ear and the side of my face oh, at the right same time. On the ear. Oh. Right on the ear. I'll bet I got stung ten times on this side of my face, oh. mostly on my ear. You seem to have healed up real well. Went away pretty quickly. I, I told my kids oh. later, I said, this is worth knowing and having in your mind about a wasps, wasp sting, because if it happens, you're going to go into a panic. Yeah. Um, it hurts really bad, but it goes away really fast. Okay. It only, it only hurts for like 30 seconds a minute, and then it's almost completely gone. Oh, is that right? I haven't been stuck by a wasp in ages. This one hurt for a lot longer because I think I had so many stings yeah. on my yeah. ear. My ear was bit. I, I tweeted out a picture of it. Yeah, thanks. A close-up picture and said, what is this? And it could have been any aggravated part of the human body Oh, uh, based on the color. But um, my ear was just throbbing in red for, oh. for quite some time last night. But God dang, while that was happening, I was running around. Yeah! Yeah! It's like swatting <laughs> in my head. and Oh, oh it's terrible. And then, because I've had a wasp issue in the past, where I swole up, and the doctor gave me an EpiPen, and then I used my EpiPen years ago, if you remember that story, and ended, up, and ended up in the ER from using my EpiPen. Oh, boy. And the doctor said maybe... Did you, you use it wrong? No, but apparently if you're not allergic... Um, it's just this huge shot of adrenaline. It's it's an amazing feeling when you when you jab yourself with that thing. Interesting. Um, but, you could feel it like I'm wide oh, awake now. Oh my god! It was just like kapow! Like the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, with your heart just going. Thump, 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 thump. Yeah, I thought my heart was going to explode, and I wow. was I was I didn't want to do that again. And the doctor said maybe you aren't allergic to wasps, and so the next time you get stung by a wasp, you know, have your EpiPen handy, but unless you're like feeling like you're constricting or something, don't jab yourself. Mm, yeah, good advice. So I went to get the EpiPen. Well, I, I th- am, am relatively sure I've shared this information with my wife, but she um, <laughs> maybe I didn't or she had forgotten. But anyway, yes, my kids yes. are kind of upset because seeing your dad get hurt. I remember my dad got hurt one time, and I was really in a panic. There's something about seeing your, your dad get hurt is really weird. Right. You don't want to see the, you know, the, the general. But he might, laid low. My my wife said, "Get your EpiPen. You got to stick yourself with your EpiPen." And my kids are screaming, "Do it! You got to do it! You're gonna..." And and I said, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. It's a bad idea for me to do it." The doctor said I shouldn't, and she said, "I'm taking it to the ER." And then Henry fell down on the ground. I'm having a panic. 
panic attack. Oh, I'm having, he gets panic attacks. Oh, I'm Jiminy. having a panic attack. I can't breathe. You're giving him a panic attack. Take your EpiPen. No. You're giving him a panic attack. And I kept saying, I'm going to be in worse shape if I take the EpiPen. <laughs> oh, my then gosh. I am going to have to go to the ER. We're going to the ER. Get in the car. Henry needs you. Blah, blah, blah. D- you're being stubborn. Stop being stubborn. I said, I'm following the doctor's advice. It would be stubborn to use the EpiPen. Listen, That's the never mind. I'm not stubborn. You're stubborn. <laughs> hey, never mind. I'm going back to the wasps. <laughs> I think I'll go stick my face in the wasp nest. I'd be better than being in here. Ah! Oh, man. I was trying to calm everybody down. Everybody was just in such a frantic, I'm going to, dad's going to die situation. Gee, man. Which if they actually thought that would be very panic inducing. Oh, sure, of course. I was trying to say, the doctor specifically said, don't use the EpiPen unless I need it. So I'm sitting here at the table with the EpiPen in front of me, my ear all red and swollen and vibrating with pain. Right. We already got the tweet out. The important <laughs> things are handled. <laughs> right. I already got the tweet out. So have you. Social media is aware. <laughs> <laughs> So have you, with the assistance of America's uh, greatest chemical companies, exacted your revenge yet on uh, the, the wasp nest? No, I was going to do that last night, and I forgot, but I will kill those MFers. Oh, easy I now. I look forward to just laying easy, waste to those Easy, wasps. they're just doing what God made them to do. Oh, that hurt, though. When they got on How the side of my face... How would you like it if a giant put his giant hand on your home and probably knocked some of your, your roof tiles off? Can, can a wasp sting you over and over again? Yes. Yeah, because I think they bite. They don't sting. No, no they whatever sting. Whatever they're doing. They sting? Okay, yeah. okay. I don't care what Hornets they're doing. Hornets are the it same. Hurts. Hornets are wasps. Just come to me for any sort of arachnid, not, not arachnid. <laughs> I don't oh, care what they're doing. Insect knowledge. It, it hurts like crazy. All right, I'm but, pretty good at arachnids, too. But I could feel on the side of my face and my ear just over and over again, sting, 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 and I yeah. was trying to get them off of there, and yeah. it was, oh, it was terrible. Terrible. And then Henry's laying on the floor, holding his chest. Oh, everybody was everybody was screaming but me. I was sitting at the table trying to be the calm presence, even though I was in a tremendous amount of pain. Yes, yes. Only a week after your house almost burnt down? Yeah. These are relaxing times, aren't they? <laughs> can we just hit next on 2020? Yeah. Can we, can we no just kidding. get to the next year, please? But think of all the great experiences you've had. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Actually, it's kind of a, a funny notion that because the calendar changes, that anything will yeah. change along <laughs> yeah. with it. No, this might, this might be known to future generations as the period of strife. It lasted from 2020 to roughly the middle of 2033. What do they call that in Ireland? The the Troubles. The Troubles, yeah. This yeah. might be the Troubles. Yeah. We're in it for quite some time. Oh, goody. I don't think the wasp stings fit in with it, really. But No. They aren't helping. No. No, jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God. It felt like the side of my face was on fire. Oh, do you a, do? Do you put like ice on it? Do you have like a gel or like? Can you put aloe or anything? To, uh, well, the pain goes away relatively quickly. Okay. Um, I think I got so many of them it was all swollen up. But I took a couple Benadryl. That's a good idea. I was over it. Well, ibuprofen. Yeah, it was done. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <sighs> you hate to arouse the rage of stinging oh. insects. Oh God, dang it. You want to avoid, I was just thinking about all these sorts of things, slamming your hand in a car door, <laughs> stubbing your toe really hard, getting stung by wasps, just all the, cutting yourself yes, oh, when you're making ouchie. food, just, yeah. I want to avoid all those for the rest of my life, and and the knowledge that I will have many more of those in my life is mm. troubling to yeah, me. Just take it one day at a time. <laughs> you know? I don't want any more of those the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. 
Michelangelo was attacked by a woodchuck over the weekend. We'll bring you the details of that story coming up next. And, and Strong with final thoughts. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Think of it. This place, and you're from all over the place, but this has been a, a good, a good one for me. That's Donald Trump. He has just received the nomination for the Republican Party to run for president of the United States, and uh, there in Charlotte, where the convention is being held and kicking off tonight, he, Trump is going to speak every single night, which I think is a good idea. Night after night, I think yep. any shedding the. Uh, that's with an E. Hmm. I think any hmm. shedding the uh, the way people have done things in the past by either party is a good idea because these conventions are stupid. Sure. But, yeah, uh, and utterly needless. Mm-hmm. So things we could stuff in at the end of the show here. I mean, we haven't really run uh, some of the tape we have of Trump talking about China, how we ought to completely decouple from China. I mean, that's a huge story. Um, also, there is a, a shooting of the cops... Uh, the cops shot a black guy in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and you got the chanting and no justice, no peace, et cetera, et cetera. I've watched the videotape. The guy was completely ignoring the police commands. The cops had their guns out, and he just walked away from him, walked around his vehicle, and started reaching in his vehicle. If you would like to be shot by cops, whether you are white, black, Brown, green, or or anything in between. That's a great way to do it. That pretty much guarantees every cop in America is going to uh, fire at you. Anyway, but of course, no justice, no peace. And this is uh, just like Michael Brown and the rest. And I, I just, what what can you say at this point? Uh, so I guess yeah, well. that might be the big news story by the time tomorrow gets here. Or a handful mm-hmm. of peace officers shot around the country. They won't get five seconds of coverage, of course. It is now my incredible privilege to present Final Thoughts with these moron Armstrong and Getty. Oh, that's live from the uh, RNC convention right there. Those are all Trump's voice. Somebody Thank put you, sir. that together. Less edited than Biden's ABC interview. <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He presses buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought. Well, Jack got attacked by Wasp, and he tweeted out a picture, but, you know, there's no video, and if it's not on YouTube, Jack, then Mm. it didn't happen. There you go. Positive Sean has a final thought as well, our producer, Sean. Yeah, I'm going to be a lookout on on more of these uh, kind of rallies and counter-rallies that seem to be planned across the street from one another at various places. This is is a tactic that the Russian troll farms have done in the past. I'm I'm on the lookout for more of this in the future. I'm not saying that the people who show up to these things are fake, but these the a lot oftentimes the 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 seeds of these rallies are nefarious. Right, we could be dancing to Russia's tune by wow. showing up for them. That's troubling. Jack, a final thought you'd like to share with the folks. Speaking of foes, you mentioned it there at the end. The idea of the United States completely decoupling from China. What's the argument against that? Um, yeah, we will have to talk about that more in coming days. 
My final thought is uh, I was feeling kind of uh, self-pitying and lazy over the weekend for a variety of reasons, and uh, I probably ate too much, and I gained two pounds in two days. Hmm. And it got me started thinking. Now, I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver, but I am pretty confident I could gain 30 pounds in 30 days. Wow. How about a pound a day to the election? You'd be 70 pounds heavier on election day. Mm. I feel like we could get some good coverage yeah, on this. Yeah, we would get a lot of social media coverage on this. There would have to be some serious financial uh, enticements. I'll give you $100. Oh, please. I'll give you another 10 <laughs> I'll add 5 115 mm. bucks. $115. Joe Getty gained 70 pounds for the role of pundit <laughs> following the election day. <laughs> Fat guy on the radio. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but you repeat yourself. My cardiologist is on his way with a gun. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks for a little time. Man, we have great stuff at armstrongandgetty.com. The strategies the militants use to get sympathetic coverage in the news. It's great. It's all spelled out. You're going to want to read it. Send it to all your friends, plus all the podcasts if you missed a segment. Armstrongandgetty.com. I also have my red angry ear at the website. Oh. <laughs> God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing. Mr. President, watch me.